We don't want to wait. My name is Robin. We don't want to wait. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> I love when you do the we don't want to wait like nanny, nanny, nanny. <laughs> nanny, 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 nanny. Oh. You're listening to uh, two uh, tired adults talking Smallville uh, for the next uh, hour. Uh, strap in. Yeah. We watched Identity, mm-hmm. Bloodline, mm-hmm. Abyss, and Bride. Yes. <laughs> Bridezilla. One was the bride and one was the Zilla. Yeah. All right. So let's start talking about identity. These. Uh, uh, this okay. is the one where Jimmy gets a picture of Clark in action. And uh, I got to listen to mm. a little commentary um, about mm. this one, uh, which uh, involved director Marzi Almas, um, writer um, Brian Peterson. Actually, he didn't write this episode, but he was there for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the, he's one of the showrunners. So, and uh, uh, the great actress Cassidy Freeman was there, and uh, her funny self. Um, the first fact is has nothing to do with the episode, but they did mention that the backlot set that they use now, like exclusively, mm-hmm. <laughs> was built in like two to three weeks. <laughs> they Marziama said what? it was an insanely short amount of time that they built all that in. But uh, yeah, that whole Metropolis City Street—that is—that was like two to three weeks of work. So, I'm sure a lot of a lot of those buildings are just really well painted, like flat surfaces. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have a, a, a mugging at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So Jimmy and Lois are going to eat dinner, and they're arguing about. Jimmy wants somebody to write this story about this person that's the good Samaritan, the the good Samaritan that's doing all the good in Metropolis, and uh, Lois doesn't want to do it, and she she paid Clark a, a compliment by saying that he's not a hack, mm-hmm. but I, I, they kind of lost me for a second there. <laughs> but uh, the whole point was is she's seeing Clark in a different light. <laughs> Uh, the point of these episodes leading up to uh, the return of uh, Lana, spoilers, <laughs> is to get us all excited for this lowest relationship just to yank it away from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect uh, CW uh, style writing. And uh, I, I think it works. I think uh, Erica Durance is just I, just, I just love her so much. Let's just talk about Erica Durance every week. How much I love okay. her. Okay. Uh- so, okay, uh, Clark was on video rescuing Lana back a few seasons ago. Yep. Lionel had that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really amazing that this doesn't happen more often. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, well, I'm glad we're in the age where there isn't a uh, webcam on, like, every city block. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, he'd have a hard time in this day and age to uh, pull this off. Where does Oliver live now that his apartment is the Ace of Clubs? Does he live on his airplane? Yes. Yeah, there was actually <laughs> a, there like- was actually a comment on that. Uh, gosh, let me find it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, um, it basically is just I can't find it. But um, oh yeah, um, let's see, uh, Ace of Clubs. Uh, uh, Brian Peterson said that they love this set, and Cassidy said that she never had a scene in it, but loved hanging out on it during their photo shoot. And you saw those photos, right? Uh-huh. Um, and they said, uh, Brian, Brian Peterson says, yeah, we destroyed Oliver's penthouse and built it into the Ace of Clubs. And then they realized that Ollie was going to be back on the show. 
<laughs> so uh, he says, you're going to see a lot of Ollie hanging out in his jet. <laughs> and uh, I just want to tease you. I don't know if you remember anything, but uh, at the end of season eight, they're going to introduce a new set uh, that Ollie's going to be uh, hanging out in a little bit more than his jet. Um, and they said that they're very excited to use it in season nine, which we'll get to in okay. a couple of weeks. Because right. <laughs> we don't want to wait Alright, so the mugging happens um, And uh, I love I love Lois You're robbing the wrong chick <laughs> Starts throwing punches And uh, Merziama said That Erica is always game to do These action scenes, even in stiletto Heels and restrictive clothing They said, she says they don't even They didn't even need a stunt double for this episode Until the final fight where they're like You know, where Lois is getting like Thrown around yeah, you could tell that that person was bigger than uh, Erica. Yes, her. <laughs> so Jimmy's got his camera out because uh, Lois tells him to get a picture of the mugger's face. But when the when Clark saves Lois from getting hit by a car, uh, he gets a. There's this really cool looking shot where Clark slowly turns around as the flash is going off. Mm, and he's like, "Oh crap." Yeah. But we find out that this isn't just a happenstance mugging, that that's uh, Tess, Tess sending these people to get the flash drive from the, Lois. The crystal. The crystal. Oh, that's right. Looking for the crystal. Yeah. And uh, all right. So you would think from that opening pic- opening credits that this picture would be pretty good, but it, it ends up just being like Lois really well taken and this is red and blue blur around her. Well, I mean, I don't understand how film and cameras and flashes work, Mm -hmm. but it's only so fast. Yeah, that's true. And he's faster than that, so. But then there's the whole physics of, like, he's going so fast. How does he not, like, hurt Lois by speeding by Mm -hmm. and grabbing her that quick, you know? Yeah, because he sits her down. I mean, like, it's so fast, and she's, like, Standing completely still And she's almost convinced that she did that all herself Oh yeah Uh huh Oh gosh I want um, anybody who's listening As part of the Facebook group um, We go to the the Daily Planet and we see Clark in his suit And um, he's not in his red and blue So Jimmy hasn't yet Oh he's wearing gray Oh, Later he does the, the gray shirt and the white Long sleeve Yeah that's what this is. Yeah, he's got the he's got the gray t shirt and he's got white under. No, that's why he goes to the ISIS. Of- to ISIS. He goes he goes in that outfit because Jimmy's on to the whole red and blue thing. Here he's in like yes. a, a suit and tie. He's in his he's in his work clothes. Oh, okay, okay. Well, the, the, the homework I want to give to anybody's in the Facebook group or even you if you want to go googling. I didn't actually Google this. You remember how like they. Um, were inspired to do noir by the photo shoot they did at the beginning of season uh-huh. seven, season six. Um, uh-huh. Clark's wardrobe in this season is inspired by a Vogue layout that he did over the summer uh, bef- between uh, season seven and season eight. So there's uh, – I'm not saying it for me. I'm saying it for Steph. Please find this Vogue layout because uh-huh. Steph needs to see it. <laughs> I need to see it. Like right now. And Tom Welling Vogue shoot 
Uh-huh. <laughs> You're already Googling it. Um, so yeah, Tom yeah. Tom Welling, uh, they said that Tom really loves that he gets to wear a suit now. Every once in a while, he's like, really likes a chance to oh get my. out of the red jacket. Oh, yes. Oh, you found it? Yes. Well, I guess, uh, folks, if you're... Oh, you can see the widow's peak. His hair is, like, slicked, but old. If you want to see what she's looking at, go ahead and Google it. (laughs) Um, While you're looking at this, I I might as well give you this other quote. Uh, Marzi Almas said, Tom is so good looking, he literally stops traffic. (laughs) And Brian Ah, Peterson says, the first time I met him, he was so striking to me that I dumped my protein shake down the front of me. I know. There's a scene at the wedding. There's a shot of the crowd at the wedding, and he like towers over everybody. <laughs> like everybody's the same height, yeah. but him, he's like a foot taller than everybody. I was, I you know, being a person that has stood within inches of Tom Welling um, to to interview him. I'm not, you know, humble brag. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely was like tripping over my words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we meet Sebastian Kane, who is the new city reporter, or rather, Tess hired him to spy on Lois, so they, she gave him a job. And uh, he's got the power to steal memories. He shakes hands and sees the thoughts that they were having moments before. I wasn't a big fan of this whole thing because I didn't think the power was really well realized. I didn't quite understand it. It was a cool effect, but they kept saying stealing memories. But And it's like, no, she remembered. Like, Brainiac steals memories a, a couple episodes from now. Uh, he just kind of uh, yeah. looks at her moments before. I think it was just poor. It was poor uh, wording. Yeah. Because he doesn't steal them, but he, he just sees what you're thinking and your memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sebastian. Is- I liked it. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was a cool effect. It was a cool effect. I, I like the whole, like, you know, like the spotlight on the person's face and things kind of swirling around them. Or how we see later on um, things are different. We see scenes from different points of view. Oh, right, yeah. From different people's memories. So that was great. Uh, Kyle Schmid plays Sebastian Kane. Um, this guy uh, was in uh, Copper. And the U.S. being human, uh, which I still need yes, to watch. Yes, he was. Um, and b- believe it or not, he was actually a contender for the role of Davis Bloom. He had tested with Cassidy Freeman, um, and uh, oh. Cassidy said he he's really charming. Uh, yes, and you know he nearly and he's got very good looking. Yeah, he is a different kind of good looking. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting that you know he didn't get that role, but he got to have like a recurring role on uh, the U.S. being human. Yes, with uh, Sam Witwer. Yeah, and Jimmy Olsen, and that girl who's not Annie, <laughs> <laughs> who turned me off from the show. Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, she was. The, it's funny. Uh, Annie was the best part of the British show, uh, but this other this was the she was my least favorite. Mm-hmm. In the American show, oh, for sure, she was. She didn't. She didn't fit. No. I really liked the girlfriend of Sam Worth. Uh, Sam Worthington, yeah. Who? Worthing Huntington. Huntington. Sam Worthington is <laughs> the guy from Avatar. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> anyway, we were getting we were getting Huntington and Whitworth mixed. Yeah, up. yeah. Sam Whitworth Worthington. <laughs> 
um, hunting Whitwer. So we go to Luther Mansion. Sebastian touches Tess. She warns him never to touch him, touch her again. Um, she looks a little upset. She's thinking about Lex, I believe. Um, Probably. Uh, so we find out that Tess uh, hired Sebastian, um, and we get a little hint of his background that he stalked and killed women before he could control his abilities. And that was another line. I was mm-hmm. like, "What? Like, what? What about your abilities would make you stalk and kill?" women like it, like where like if you got it under control you didn't stalk and kill women anyway like what how does it relate <laughs> yeah i don't know it, I, I was okay with it i just took it as he's well adjusted now yeah. I don't know. and i guess he was uh the guy we saw was he the guy that we saw in um black creek in the cell i think yeah. so because he was in black creek uh, so at ISIS, Clark is really worried, um, you know, cause he's so used to covering up his secret identity and, uh, but Chloe turns it around. She's like, this is, this could actually, the knowledge that a, a hero is out there, um, could mean a lot to people. It gives, uh, the world something it desperately needs right now, a hero, which, uh, I love this turn and the, I mean, for so many years, Clark has just like been like, nobody can learn about me. Nobody like, there's one thing learn trying to hide. Yeah. Like there's one, like he, he got the whole thing between learning about my secret and also just learning about a superpower being in general, like people can't learn about this. And now it's like, yeah, he's going to have to learn how to keep his identity secret, but he's also, but it's also good for people to know that there's someone um, who might save them. Somebody save me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because she says like Oliver has a, du- has a dual identity. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Clark goes to see Tess and really unconvincingly is like, Hey, listen, there's no story here. Uh, I don't know why you're, <laughs> I love it when Clark goes, maybe it was the such and such. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think he did it to Tess, but he's doing it to, uh, Oh, he was doing he it to Jimmy. He was like, around. Oh, it was a police car going by. <laughs> like, and they didn't yeah. stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it, there is, uh, you know, and they talked about it in the commentary. There's very little subterfuge about how Clark really feels. Like he doesn't disguise it at all. Like when when things bother him, he doesn't just like lie and try to cheat his way around things. And they they said um, they even tried to add some layers to hide how he feels, like he truly feels this season, um, using like the influence of like Ollie and Tess is like a, a you know a reason why. But Tom actually pushed back on it and was like, listen, Superman, hmm. Superman's not going to lie, you know, and, and, um, Merziama's, I love how she put it. She said that Tom defended the incorruptible innocence that can't be bruised. Mm. So, <laughs> I just love that Tom has spent so many years of this character that, you know, he's really like a, a, the protector of it as well. You know, it's not hmm. going to see Clark like do shady stuff. Um, oh, uh, this is also where Cassie talked about, uh, when she first started working on, uh, Smallville, she said it took about five days to feel comfortable around everybody, which was like a really short time for her. Allison Mack was the one that brought her in with open arms. And, um, she said she really doesn't know whether it tests as evil or not. This is something that she learned from John Glover's portrayal of Lionel. And, uh, she said mm. she gets along really well with Tom, a scene like this where like they're at each other's throats. As soon as the camera stops, they're like laughing with each other, joking around. So, 
Um, all right. So we go to uh, – oh, C- C- Lois asks uh, Clark to uh, zip her red dress. Brown chicken, brown cow. Uh, but it turns out – Yeah. <laughs> It turns out she just wants to make him jealous. Uh, some people ask a girl out. And uh, Mersey said in the commentary that she, at this point, she does, uh, Tom says he doesn't think that Clark's in love with Lois just yet. He's still heartbroken over Lana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we get a lot from uh, Lois's point of view. We know how Lois feels. Yes. Clark's feelings for Lois are very cagey. We're not sure exactly. Because, like in Committed, we got to see Lois answer the questions, but Clark didn't. Right. And that weird look he kind of shot her as the elevator door was closing. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah, and uh, in, what's the one with Maxima? Where we know that he's got a... Instinct. Instinct, instinct. We know he has a bond. We don't know if it's love. We don't know if it's friendship. We don't know if it's attraction. But there's something there between them to to where it broke his uh, the, the attraction that he had with the Maxima. So we're still guessing about how Clark feels about Lois, mm-hmm. but we're not guessing about how Lois feels about Clark. Right. And uh, when Sebastian shows up, it seems like the – I don't know. We find out like later that Lois is kind of on to Sebastian. So when she intervenes mm-hmm. on the handshake before he shakes Clark's hand, like I wonder if she knew at that point about Sebastian. I guess she did because she went out to dinner mm-hmm. with him. So Anyway, uh, Clark goes home and Jimmy visits and uh, – <laughs> Okay. This is where he's wearing the gray shirt and the white undershirt and he's gathering up all of his red-blue <laughs> yep, clothes. Yep. <laughs> and Jimmy comes in and oh, and when he grabs that picture <laughs> and sees the red shirt, the red jacket, blue yeah. shirt, and looks at the blur and he puts it together, that look on his face is just adorable. It's all so clear now. Because like he led up to that talking about like it's so interesting. Like, you know, the research I'm doing, you know, is pointing out that um, this Good Samaritan could have been. You know, going could have gone to high school with you. You know, he could have uh, he could have been he, he was doing heroic acts around Smallville. He could have been you know in high school with you the entire time, and then all of a sudden he's Metropolis. Then then he sees the picture, and then he's like, "Wait a second here, like <laughs> it's you." Um, and you know, again, it's like Chloe has been acting so weird about Clark this entire time and protective and. Calls for him when she's in trouble, you know, it makes so sense. She's known the entire time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at this point I was thinking to myself, man, just, just let him, I mean, he's, he's got it. You know, how are you going to convince him otherwise? So, hmm. yeah. but yeah, that when he, sh- I, I didn't even notice that he was wearing gray and white until he shows up at ISIS and it's just so weird looking. <laughs> I know he looks so different. And then Jimmy shows up. He's like, how did you beat me here? Oh, did you blur over here? You must have blurred over here. (laughs) So we go to Oliver's jet and it looks like he's running Tony Stark's plane because he's got the girls there. I mean, they obviously were inspired by 2008's Iron Man, you know, the Uh, weirdness of, you know, Tony and uh, what's his name? Rhodey in the plane together and Rhodey's not into it. I mean, they were trying to like do the same thing with Oliver and Clark, I think. 
Hmm. Uh, interesting fun fact: uh, one of the girls is uh, Sarah Panicket, who is Tamo's uh, sister. Oh, yeah. okay. And Marziama said here that both Tom and Justin really like women. They like talking with women. They like hanging out with women. You know, and it like she wasn't talking about it like they're like like in a sexual manner. Like he, they really, yeah. they really lo- like women. They're able to pal around with yeah. females. They don't. They're not just yeah. They're not just guys. Guys. Yeah. So yeah, Ali is definitely drinking. He's retired from Green Arrow. He's still bothered about the Lionel thing, and uh, he doesn't care about um, Clark. Jimmy finding out about Clark because uh, you know maybe now he's going to step up. And Clark's like, "Listen, you need to help me with this." <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, we go to Ace Clubs. This is the whole t- t- date with Lois and Sebastian. And uh, yeah, that was she started talking about prison. Yeah. It was like what, yeah. and then you find out later on that it was because she knew that he was in Black Creek. Yeah, and then that oh that oh in this her is flash, the, in her flash drive. in her memory where oh, you're, you're right. I'm sorry, I corrected you at the beginning of us talking about this. Tess was looking for the well, flash drive. but well, but there is in these episodes. There's a lot of oh, somebody's after the the flash drive. Somebody's after the stone. Crystal, yeah. It doesn't even matter, whatever. <laughs> That's not even important. But uh, yeah, when we see that other. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my child is not wanting to go to sleep in the other room. Sorry about that. <laughs> Why do kids not want to go to bed? I don't know, but uh, hopefully. If they only knew <laughs> how wonderful sleep is. Uh. But anyway, so yeah, when we see in uh, Lois's memory that different. Uh, perspective of Clark zipping up her dress, and she's got that smirk on her face. <laughs> she she knew what she was doing. She was trying to make him jealous with this guy. And um, then she was not. After that, she was not interested in in him. When he took her home, she he he wanted to come up. He wanted a nightcap, and she did not. Well, it seemed like she knew who she who he is. So and that and mm-hmm. so. Definitely wasn't interested because, yeah. I think I'm going to have to edit 24 minutes. Oh, that's minutes. fine. Just Were they still in the airplane when, uh, like, Clark was complaining and Oliver said, you got to make out with my girlfriend. What are you complaining <laughs> about? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the, uh, the airplane or what. Um, but, yeah, I wrote down, you didn't hear me complain when I had to put on green leather. You made out with my girlfriend, man. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I love that. You know, again, Sebastian comes after Lois, and guess who's ready to beat the, beat beat his ass? <laughs> That's Lois. Yeah. And Mercy actually uh, gave a uh, insight into the fight scenes. She says, um, you know, when she directs, uh, you know, she seemed that she seemed to imply that this happens all the time, but. Um, the actors actually do the entire fight together, except for maybe like the throwing about, and then they have the stunt people do the entire fight as well, but with like harder hits. And then and they throws. edit, they edit together whatever looks best. Right. So I was just sure, you know, sometimes it's uh, you know, you have uh, um, <laughs> sometimes you have people uh, uh, like I almost feel like they're like oh freeze, and then they step away, and then somebody else steps into the shot and takes a hit. <laughs> And then they edit around that freeze point, but you know, yeah. Uh, I think they're going to their bedroom now. 
I guess I'm going to leave this all in. I hope you guys don't mind. Listeners, they don't please, care. Don't, they love please don't leave it. horrible reviews. I love it when people – my favorite thing on a podcast is when somebody says, oh, I think I'm going to edit that out, and they don't. <laughs> yeah. like, Ooh, we got to hear something that we weren't supposed to hear. <laughs> yeah. Or when like, you get you hear the podcaster do like multiple takes at something, and they're like, you're like, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't go back and check. <laughs> oh, they didn't edit. They didn't edit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we have the whole setup here, but yeah, Lois is in trouble, um, and uh, Ollie has to save uh, Jimmy um, by he, he like swings by, or does he save Jimmy or Chloe? I, no, it's Jimmy because Chloe's behind. Okay, the wheel of the, the, car. this the plan is Clark and Jimmy are going to talk and get this all you know air out everything. The plan is. Oliver is on the roof, going to swing down and save Clark. Yeah. Uh, Chloe is driving, not the Yaris, something else. <laughs> and that's when Clark gets called away. They kind of, uh, 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 what do you call it when you don't do something? They kind of. Uh, <laughs> don't do something. When you don't do your plan. <laughs> abandon their plan. Uh-huh. They abandon their plan. <laughs> But then the uh, the uh, uh, robbers, the uh, muggers, come in, yep. and Jimmy's, Jimmy's going to get mugged yeah. because you hear Tess tell somebody that uh, the next target's Jimmy. Right. So when Clark gets back, before Clark gets back, Oliver has to swing down and save <laughs> Jimmy from the muggers, and then he's on the other roof with with the cape, <laughs> and Jimmy thinks that Clark, you know planned all this to throw him off his his uh trail but clark you know you mean him and he says there's the music and it's just awesome and the american flag oh, amazing cried out loud <laughs> and you know just that that red cape blowing the oliver his in a blue suit uh mirziam was actually uh chimed in and said justin is not a fan of heights <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, and also like how I said that that stunt—you could tell the stunt woman was bigger than Lois. Yeah. This stunt guy was, you know, because Justin Hartley is so slender, uh-huh. just built so slender. This stunt guy was, yeah, wider, Big and bulky like Clark. Mm-hmm. But that's you know that's all fun and everything. But the point of the scene is we have Clark just looking around at all these people are like, look in the sky, <laughs> and. uh and he sees that, yeah, Chloe was right. People will be inspired by um, a hero, you know. Um, so it's great. I, I just oh, such like a classic Smallville scene. This is definitely one of them when Clark just like realizes. Oh, but when but when Clark is in Lois's apartment, Sebastian does touch Clark. He does. Yes, because Seb- Sebastian tells oh, right. Chloe yeah. later on uh. that people like him need to be in Black Creek. <laughs> all, right, all right, we'll get to that. Really, I, I I wrote down. There's a reason why I thought you were the Good Samaritan. Why? Because I buy Girl Scout cookies twice a year. <laughs> and then we see Lois wants to interview the superhero, so that they've set that in motion. Like that's like a classic Lois Lane thing. Like she knows that the superhero yeah. is out there. She's going to get that. Pull a Pulitzer Prize <laughs> with uh-huh. She's relentless. Uh, She's determined. She's not going to give up. <laughs> Meanwhile, Oliver is is also inspired by this whole thing. He got a yeah, kick out of made, this. 
He may quit drinking. Yeah. Vacation is over and he's going to a hero summit in Europe. (laughs) And he says, underneath the person I am is Great Arrow. And Clark says, don't ever wear that cape again. You look ridiculous. (laughs) And Eller says, you should give it a try. And he says, not in this lifetime. And Brian Peterson said in the commentary, um, it's going to be an interesting process to bring Clark from this point to actually deciding to put on tights because he's so grounded. So he, he was just kind of thinking that out loud while he's watching the scene. Um, so meanwhile, uh, we're at the hospital and um, Chloe comes in with some black gloves and takes them off. And she says, the human brain is like a computer. You download too much and it crashes. And then she touches him and he, Sebastian just, Cringe it like cries in pain and turns. You see the, you know, the code going through his eyes, and oh my god, and it totally kills him. And then she walks away, and she's just like the look on her face is like, what happened? <laughs> mm. Yeah, because uh, you're you're thinking Chloe will do anything to protect Clark, uh-huh. but that. Uh-huh. That's something complete. She straight up killed him. Not, I mean, maybe not killed. No, him. she killed him. Killed him. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, they flatlined him. Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she killed him. Okay, mm-hmm. he's dead. He's dead. Mersey said, uh, "We really wanted the audience to have to sit with the question at the end of the episode: Was that Chloe or was that Brainiac? Sadiac? Sadiac? Was that Sadiac?" Believe me, she's not that smart. <laughs> All right. So now that, the, that was the last episode that I had commentary on. So hopefully we'll be able to breeze through these a little quicker uh, since we just spent a half an hour talking about identity. Um, but we had crying and all that. Bloodline. bloodline. The one bloodline, the one where superhero Barbie comes back, but she's changed. Uh-huh. And uh, Lois gets hijacked by Feora. Um Oh, yeah. Lois... Gets she thinks she gets abducted by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was actually the highest rated episode of season eight. Believe it or not, you would think other episodes really? might have been higher rated, but uh, I think the I whole hope- thing where Supergirl was returning, you know, and yeah. going to the fan I zone. Hope they- well, I wouldn't have tuned in to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would have. <laughs> Because I don't like Supergirl and I don't like the Phantom Zone. I hate the song. <laughs> uh, this episode also got an Emmy nomination for sound, uh, sound editing. Okay, yeah. I mean I loved all the stuff with with Lois getting uh, becoming a vessel for from 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 Feora, Fumera, Feora, Feora, Fumera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have Lois moving in. She's finally moving into the Kent farm. She's bringing her Def Leppard anthology. <laughs> uh, and she talks about Guitar Hero Weekends. And I was like, oh, my God, Guitar Hero Weekends with Lois sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Clark gets a uh, package uh, and Cl- uh, uh, Lois hands it to him and he opens it and he, and he, he like looks at it and then he pulls it right out. The crystal of the, the crystal, the crystal of knowledge. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, Clark, like, Lois is standing right there. <laughs> Why are mm-hmm. you pulling the crystal out in front of her? And um, it start everything starts shaking, and then Lois goes to try to make him drop it, and it 
flashes into the sky and then they get sucked into the Phantom Zone, which is another gif that you can stumble upon <laughs> if you look up Smallville <laughs> on Twitter. There's certain things that are just oh, they're always they always show up as a gif and it's that that one. I think that shows up oh, in the yeah. title credits in season nine too. Mm. Yeah, that is a gift that I've seen several times. <laughs> yeah. uh, her reaching for it across him. Yeah. yeah, I hate the Phantom Zone. I hate it. I really do. We'll work through it real quick, okay? You gonna be all right? It, but you know, they're not there for for very long. <laughs> no, it's been the entire. And, and what and what makes it even worse is she's there. So, but she's different. So <laughs> she's 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 hardened. She spent time in the Phantom Zone, man. Uh, she's uh. Oh man, I I can't remember her name. Who's the girl who's the star of the hundred? <laughs> oh yeah, she's like her. She's like yeah. her, but like season four. <laughs> you know, With braids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so Tess, of course, breaks into the Kent farm. Uh, Chloe, Chloe, and her have a face off, and it's funny because we just saw Chloe like straight up murder Sebastian. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Tess, you think you have the upper hand here, but Chloe, if she goes yeah, brainiac. Yeah, you are no match, <laughs> Tess. <laughs> um, and she, I love this little line. She says, uh, blind loyalty can be dangerous, Chloe. And she, Chloe says, that means a lot coming from the protege of Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Chloe is on the search for them. And, uh, and she says to Davis, it's like my friends have disappeared off the planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> And meanwhile, Davis just needs some help finding his roots. Sadie? Sorry. It's okay. I mean... Just like, Edward's driving up and down the driveway or something. (laughs) She's, you know, never heard the noise before. So, yeah, they wake up in the fam zone. Uh, Lois thinks they've been abducted by aliens. (laughs) And uh, they walk. They, I mean... She, you know, Clark's like, oh, man, we're we're not on another planet. And she's like, what the hell are the, those twin sons there for? What is this, Tatooine? <laughs> and there's this, like, giant blood lake. <laughs> and then, of course... And they come up on this skeleton, and it kind of looks like it could be Kara. Yeah. Well, they, it's got the bracelet. Um, oh, wait. No, no. Kara has the bracelet. What am I talking about? Um, but, yeah, Lois immediately gets knocked out by Kara because that's how Kara makes her appearances on Smallville is knocking out Lois first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is very convenient. Yeah. Lois needs to be knocked yes. out so Kara and Clark can talk and catch up. We find out Kara stayed in the zone. She could have left any time using the portal. But if she got out, then all those zoners would be getting out too. So Yeah, because they learned. Yeah. Because uh, because Clark let so many out when he escaped. This is weird. Chloe goes to Oliver to his jet and tries to ask him for help, and he's immediately like reluctant. He's not into it. And I'm like, was this episode like filmed out of order? Because <laughs> I thought mm-hmm. Ollie was like ready to be a hero again, and now he's like, ah, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just here. I don't want to do that. I want to help. I don't want to get involved. And then, of course, she says, uh, "Tess Mercer might be involved." He's like, "Mercy? Why didn't you say so?" <laughs> Uh, so they go to the, we're back in the Phantom Zone. They go to the cave. Lois says, is this our DeLorean? Uh, <laughs> and, um, Kara activates it and like shoves Lois through the portal. And, uh, Kara fights this phantom, but this phantom gets through there as well. And, uh, Lois wakes up on earth and she's not Lois anymore. She's Feora. She says, this will do. 
And she immediately does her makeup and heads to the Daily Planet to hack the archives. It's, you know, every time a phantom escapes, they're like, let me find the Daily Planet because that is the place with the computers. That's the place with the information. Yes. I mean, Bow Wow did it. And she, <laughs> and she looks so different. Yeah. Like her hair and makeup is completely different. Uh, and just her demeanor. Like Erica is a really good actress. You know, like, again, mm-hmm. this is the I Love Erica Durant's Club over here. Um. <laughs> well, but – and also – she uh, uh, impressed Tess. Yes. She was a good match for just like how Chloe and Tess had their tete-a-tete. Yeah. So Tess and Lois have have one too. Yeah. Tess is all like – I mean this is very much like Superman 2. Uh, you know, I don't know if you get the reference, but the General Zod shows up on Earth, and Lex Luthor is like, "Well, you know, we can team up together, and I can get what I want, and you can get what you want." And and uh, Zod humors him for a while, but uh, Feora here is like, uh, "No," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she talks about um, uh, she's looking for her son, and that the father is General Zod, <laughs> and that her son was attached to Kal-El's spaceship. Like Tess is hearing all this stuff. Yeah, Tess is hearing about Kal-El, Kryptonians, and Krypton. Yep. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, um, Clark is injured. He's because he was trying to defend the cave from phantoms getting in, but now he's about to leave. But Kara is is trapped under a boulder, and he won't leave without her. He and he doesn't have any powers in the Phantom nope. Zone because they're injured, yeah. and he can't. He's not strong enough to lift. Whatever is pinning her down, and uh, I love how she says she's telling him to leave her. And she says it was my destiny to find and protect you, not the other way around. You know, this is her last mm. act of uh, protecting baby Kal El. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what she was meant to do. Uh-huh. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe is doing research on on Davis's past. Yep, he wants to know where he comes from. Yep. Right. Yep. And I guess Oliver had to get some sort of oh the generator the spinning disc that uh, the crystal was in at, 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 in the mansion. Mm-hmm. Now he's he's got to heist it, and uh, I think he like darts her really quick. And he's like, "Thank you, I'll see myself out." Um, <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, uh, Feora has found uh, Chloe and starts choking her until she sees a picture of Davis, and then leaves and goes after. Yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, luckily Chloe has information on Davis, yep. <laughs> and luckily Davis looks like their kid. Yep, <laughs> you look just like your father. Yep. What? <laughs> really? Uh, sure. Because <laughs> uh, you don't. Because Lois looks nothing like that Dementor that flew in her body. No, but no, she's talking about how Davis looks like Zod. Yeah, but. Does he? Does Zod look like? Do they look like that? He's in a human body because he's got bony eyelids. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm assuming some of Zod's DNA got mixed into the, uh, you know, the goo or whatever made made Davis okay. and attached it to the side of the spaceship. Like it wasn't just like a little baby <laughs> that was that was in a, a separate pod. It was something that genetic material that got attached to it. Yeah, I'm getting tired of this um, 
retconning. <laughs> yeah, this happened too at the beginning that we didn't know about. Oh, and uh, yeah, too much. Too far down the I line. I think this is the last one. Back. I think. <laughs> I think this is the last time. Okay. Like, for, for, yeah, at first it was like, oh, and Clark and Lex saw each other when they were kids when, you know, and now it's, I mean, yeah. Don't worry, we got another flashback coming. <laughs> another ret- retcon flashback <laughs> this season to, to see all that. But anyway, uh, so Feora finds D- Davis and she's like, Mother's here. And Davis is like, What? <laughs> yeah, are you on drugs, Lois? Is something wrong? <laughs> Please tell me you didn't ingest, inject anything. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Chloe is going full White Wicca, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> as her eyes glaze over white, her nose starts to bleed. Oliver tries oh, to stop yeah. it, and she just like shoves him with one hand across the room and knocks him right out. <laughs> um, That's how you know somebody is using their brain really hard. Blood starts coming oh, out of yeah. their nose. It's true. Um, and so, yeah, Clark uh, doesn't let go, and uh, they both get pulled away into. Back on Earth, and Steph's like, "No, come on." Yeah, I was really hoping that uh, that Clark would that that uh, Barbie would say, "Clark, just leave me," and he would be like, "Okay, bye." Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but he's too good for that. See, he would never do that. Come on, I mean, I felt bad, you know, like her introduction to season seven. They really tried to make it so she was going to be the team that Clark took care of, and the sh- season got shortened, so that plot line got shortened. And then all of a sudden, she was work. She got amnesia. Then she's like doesn't trust Clark. Was working for the test. She's a, she she's really an, an antagonist for s- a lot of season seven, and then. Right when she's like teaming up with Clark, she gets abducted to the Phantom Zone. I mm-hmm. mean, and I don't know. This is kind of a, you know, a, re- a a revision of her character. I think it kind of saves it a little bit by how she was ready to sacrifice herself. Um, so I don't know. I I wouldn't have m- minded if she stuck around for a little bit longer, but I don't know. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> So uh, much like uh, uh, no Carol Ann and her mother are getting pulled out of the television set, um, uh, uh, Clark and uh, Kara end up getting pulled out of the Phantom Zone and Chloe uh, stops to Crystal and says, this house is clean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Chloe. D- uh, what? Keep going. Oh. Sorry. Uh, Chloe has. It, it's interesting. Um uh, uh, I wrote, I wrote, she knows about the Queen of Almarac, but not about Feora. Uh, because Chloe had to like look up information about Feora or something. I'm not remembering this scene very well, apparently. Hmm, I don't know. Um, uh, Barbie, Kara starts talking about the city still exists. She, she heard people talking about on the oh, yeah, Candor in the Phantom Zone. Candor still exists, so she's gonna go find. Candor and Clark says, "Well, I'll go with you." And she was like, "No, you got to stay here." Right. And and she says, "Lois could handle it if you just told her your secret." Oh yeah. So there's that too. That's way at the end. Yeah, because because Clark keeps Clark. There's this whole thing about did Clark handle things right with Lana and given another chance? Will you know? Do you does he tell the next person that he's in a relationship with? How does he handle that? Does he handle it the same way he did with Lana? Where did he mess up with Lana? Right. That's all subtext. Meanwhile, mother and son are being reunited. 
Um, and Davis is oh, going to get more freaked uh, out. <laughs> yeah. And she tells him that his body is evolving. He's evolving. Yeah. He's uh, developing. Zod and Feyre could not re- reproduce, so they created him to become Earth's ultimate destroyer. And then she said, then she shoves a rod through him and says, that which kills you makes you stronger and leaves him bleeding out on the floor. Yeah. Um, then there's a fight with, um, between Clark and Lois slash Feora, and he's trying to get Lois to get control of herself, you know, <laughs> and, uh, he gets thrown through a wall and, uh, I love this whole scene where like, uh, you know, Erica Durant's just like flying out of the building and landing on top of the ambulance over Clark and just crouching over him, ready to deal like a final blow. And then, yeah. and then Kara just shows up like a, like a Ghostbuster with her crystal. <laughs> um, and sends the Dementor back to the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Send next day, luckily for the plot, Lois thinks she had some sort of Arabian Nights acid trip due to <laughs> low blood sugar. Come on, writers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, she passed out. She hit her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, a lot of people were wondering uh, where the crystal came from. Who sent him the crystal? And uh, writer and producer Al Sepien posted on Twitter uh, back then that – What? Twitter existed? Twitter existed back then. Shit. Um, that uh, X, uh, uh-huh. as he was recovering, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. his people stole it from Tess and that he sent it to Clark hoping – to uh, finish him off by sending him off to the Phantom Zone. Um, and, but as Smallville Wiki writes, however, it's unclear how Lex's team was able to reprogram the crystal, a highly advanced piece of Kryptonian technology to send somebody into the Phantom Zone. Um, yeah. But then again, he could have gotten this as part of the information that he got at the end of season seven to control Clark. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so anyway, Tess says, hey, uh, muddy boot print in your muddy driveway I got matches that boot print in the Arctic. And Clark's like, hey, everybody wears uh, – lots of people wear boots like me. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, And uh, she says, you and I are on the same side. Maybe it's not best to lie to your boss. Um, and she says, I want to trust you and I want to know why Lex didn't. Mm-hmm. So uh, – so, um, bah, 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 bah. somebody says to Clark, Oliver says, you got to, Chloe is into this because of you make her stop before she gets hurt, which kind of sets up what's, what happens in Empress. Mm. Um, bah, 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 bah. we already talked about, uh, Supergirl flying off. That was really, I don't know. That was a nice scene. I don't know. I like that. Um, and, uh, then we see Davis waking up, taking a large knife and stabbing it and like in old Smallville effects style, the mm-hmm. blade shatters and just kind of freezes in the air. And I love the effect of the, like the reflection of Davis in one of those pieces, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also wrote solid oh. chest witwer. And I wasn't just talking about the fact that it was invulnerable. <laughs> it's like, dude. Yeah. He has low body fat. He has like no zero yeah. percent body fat. Way to go, buddy. That's a lot of work. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I got to hurry up because I got a piece of lemon meringue pie waiting for me. I'm just thinking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, Morgan just Morgan just took brownies out of the. Oh boy, and they smell so good. Yeah, so uh, uh, where body is uh, nowhere near in sight for me. 
Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, Clark goes to the uh, goes to the the. Uh, Clark goes to the Arctic. No. No. Nope. Oh, that's not it. Okay. Uh, we're at the end of the episode. He was the last person to see, last person to see Lex. Okay. So now we're ready for a abyss. The one where Chloe loses her memories slash uh, eternal sunshine of the Smallville mind. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Mack broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Like this was so sad. This was this was very sad to me. Such a great episode. Uh, I mean, it might be episode of the week for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, mean, I really like. I really love Identity. I really, I really love them all. Um, but uh, this might be it. okay. So. Uh, First, my first note is, wow, is she wearing an actual engagement ring now? <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that <laughs> ring, but it looked like there was, it wasn't a plastic one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they're getting close to the wedding, getting ready. She's got an actual ring now. <laughs> and they bring up Lana, <laughs> and Lana's name from nowhere. And out of commentary of che- the show, like, who? <laughs> yeah. Chekhov's Lana. Yeah. <laughs> and we also see that Jimmy. I mean, a uh, solid breakfast guy. Like you, I mean, that's a solid uh, reason to marry this guy because you're gonna wake up with like, you know, cold pressed coffee, uh, like a little bowl of uh, yogurt with some you know berries thrown in it, or he's gonna like be flipping pancakes. You know, he's he's great in the morning. He must get up at like five. Mm-hmm. He's like one of those wives that wakes up, but does their makeup and all that. This guy makes breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh well you know they got to take that hour trip to metropolis <laughs> two hours two hours well I, you they know, say I, it in this I, episode I, it's now two they hours say two hours but i think that means to and from oh okay because again lytle said it was just outside metropolis in season one we saw metropolis from the water tower it and then we hear three hours at one point oh man love it uh okay half a tank of gas I say an hour sounds good. Okay. So still, that's a that's a long commute. Uh-huh. So we get a little flash to the party, and uh, and I was like, oh my god, they're playing music. <laughs> Although that song didn't <laughs> make songs. didn't make my didn't make my list, but uh, and then she's dancing with Jimmy, and all of a sudden he's faceless. Yeah, I mean, I love that because we get a different perspective of a, of scenes that we've seen before. Yep. Or scenes that are from the future. This this is this is like the engagement party, um, or, or did the engagement party already? Yeah, the engagement party already happened. I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> Lois got drunk there. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so but he goes faceless, and all of a sudden we just start seeing Kryptonian symbols flashing on the screen on the screen, including the one for Doom, as we learn later. Um, and then Chloe gets up out of bed. She's like, "I've never seen you in, before in my entire life." Mm. And that's when Jimmy goes over to Kent Farm. He's like, help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the whole reveal about the meteor that, that Chloe was infected by meteors happens here. It did happen in a deleted scene in Arctic, but uh, they cut it out. So they had to pop that back in here because Clark needs, you know, Jimmy needs to know that Clark knows. So, um, so meanwhile, Chloe is on the way to the hospital library because she's going to go download the entire hospital <laughs> to, to figure out what's going on here. Um, and there's Davis. Um, and he reminds her of Jimmy and she's like, Jimmy? Jimmy who? Oh, yeah. Fiance. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and it makes sense. Like Jimmy is so hurt that she keeps forgetting him. Yep. 
but the way it's explained, she's forgetting who she's thinking about the most. Right. She hasn't forgot Clark because she's not thinking about Clark. Right. And then, yeah, when she does, she, yeah. But uh, we start getting Davis, you know, puppy dog look, like just head over heels in love with Chloe at this point, you know. Mm. I'm here for you. And this, uh, this, I love how this is like growing. Mm hmm. Where they, they, you see they have a connection. Then you see they, they keep running into each other. And she's trying, to, she's trying to resist him. Right. You know, when she told him that she needed to stay away from him. But they keep running into each other. And then later on when we find out why she's drawn to him, it, just, it makes so much. She's, she, subconsciously she knows she, he's trouble and she doesn't need to be around yep. him. But just subconsciously she's drawn to him. Yeah. Yep, and the, and and same same with him. You know, he's almost an innocent in this as well. You know, he gets a little psychotic, but I mean, it, I think it's the influence of his darker side that we learn about. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, he was just you know a regular EMC who met an attractive girl and just wanted to be a good friend, but he's got his he's got his weird background, and uh, and now like he's just drawn to her. He doesn't know why. He just keeps being drawn to her. Uh, and he just thinks it's love. So anyway, we go to ISIS, which is now in a new building. It seems because there's a new exterior shot. Uh, I think we're. I think that's a Vancouver building now. <laughs> mm. um, Chloe is uh, resistant to admit anything to Clark, but uh, Clark pushes, and then finally he opens up her her Chloe cave, and holy wall of weird! But instead of weird, just memories like everybody. Like she's got seasons one through seven on DVD in there. <laughs> like it's just Smallville magazine pinned up all over the place. <laughs> all those promo shots. All those promo shots, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, she admits to Clark. She's, finally, she's like, "I'm being taken over by Brainiac," which I I'm so glad because if they push the uh, Chloe's not telling anybody anything um, before she started forgetting Clark to actually be honest with Clark. Uh huh. Yeah, so that was good. Um, Davis goes to Chloe's apartment, and Jimmy's there, and he starts quoting Sinatra about how much he loves Chloe. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, she's he's like, she's all I long for, all I worship and adore. And Davis is like, I hear you. <laughs> I know, and you can see Davis is so conflicted. Yeah. He's so drawn to Chloe, but he wants to respect their, you know, their relationship. Yeah. And yeah, and, and he says like I'm not I, I'm not coming, and yeah, that's, that's, I think that's out of respect. He's, he realizes he's head over heels in love with her, and he's not going to want to see her get married. And uh, you know, if he goes there, he might ruin things, which uh, he does. Spoiler alert! Uh, <laughs> uh, but Jimmy takes it like, oh, uh, good. Well, I won't be sorry that you're not going to show up uh, <clears throat> because of my extended family, of course. Uh, <laughs> got all the seating we can take. Uh, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, Clark takes, uh, Chloe to the barn, asks her about the whole amnesia thing. Um, she draws the symbol and he says it's a symbol for doom. And, um, and then he realizes he's like, I'll be right back. He's got no other option, but this to build the fortress. So who cares if, you know, if Jarrell freezes me in ice, I guess that's what I'll have to deal with. I'll see if I can talk my way out of it. So he does bring the crystal up to, um, the, the Arctic, and uh, we see uh, the the fortress being built again. But um, 
it's mostly recycled stuff from the last time it was built. Yeah, that's what I figured. But they kind of like superimposed him in the shot this time, watching it happen. Uh, and uh, and he says, uh, "Oh, okay. No, what what the hell happens? Oh, this before he even does that." Uh, mm-hmm. He says to her, "Like everyone's paid a price for protecting my secret," and Chloe's like, "No, my life has actually changed for the better because of you," mm. which is great. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get a flashback to Pariah, where Chloe remembers Clark catching the car, and then the car disappears. Yes, and all she knows is he was standing there in the middle of the street yep. and he said you don't remember my abilities and she said what your ability to look both ways before you cross <laughs> the street and he realizes that that is something that she's forgotten and he's glad and uh can't remember kal-el krypton a brainiac she's like oh, oh people call, used to call me a brainiac as a kid <laughs> i mean i loved her delivery of all that yeah. That, like, she's, like, searching. Like, you could see on her face, she's searching her brain, like, w- w- don't those words don't sound familiar at all. That, oh, that's so horrifying to me. Just, I, I hate it when really I can't is. remember so things. Sad. So just the mm-hmm. fact that really not remembering anything. Like, oh, my God. She also can't remember Alicia was standing there, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he gives, yeah, his, he gives her the yearbook to jog her memory and then takes off. And she's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, I have a Buffy year. I have a Sunnydale yearbook. I want a Smallville yearbook. I'm sure. I'm sure it doesn't exist, but maybe, maybe there's one. I don't know. Um, so Jimmy shows up. He's like, "Hey, girl, what are you doing here? You, you got to come with me. Why are you hanging out in the barn?" And uh, Jimmy, he's mad that Clark left her alone, yeah, and that she can't remember Jimmy, but she can remember Clark. And mm-hmm. uh, he gets a little jealous, and he says, "Trust me, you know, I just want to take you to the hospital." So, yes, uh, the fortress returns, and we have a discussion Yay. with Daddy, um, who explains kind of the uh, the end of Season 7. Yeah, the fortress was programmed to self-destruct and uh, strip his son of his powers to save the world. Um, and uh, Clark's like, you want, you're like, like your son? You can start treating me like your son. You can start trusting me. And they, they actually have a conversation. Like, all right, here's yeah. what's going on. Okay, okay, let's break it down. Like, stop lecturing me. Brainiac's out there. And, um, yeah, and uh, so he asked um, uh, Jorel to cure Chloe of, of Brainiac. And Jorel's like, well, Brainiac's unpredictable and could be a threat. Are you willing to take that risk? And Clark's like, of course. So. But d- doesn't he say that. He's already started his trials and his learning. He might have. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> because I think that's what we were afraid of. We were the threat of him going to back to the um, the fortress was th- that you know. Oh, Jarrell already put you on ice one time. Yep. And so when he got there, Jarrell was like, "Yeah, we're already doing that uh, trial thing and your tests and your learning mm-hmm. and everything." So uh, Jimmy brings Chloe to the hospital to get an MRI and then leaves. <laughs> by a yeah, by a Australian doctor. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I was wondering who this guy was. I didn't look him up, but um, and uh, it makes her think. Uh, I wrote down. It makes her think of Clark kisses. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and then we uh, get she she what makes her think of Clark kisses? Yeah, I don't know why I wrote that. 
Is this where she has the memory of Smallville babies? Uh, is this little Clark and little little Chloe? Okay, bonding over their love of books and having no friends. <laughs> and she's saying, "Oh, I'm, this is not going to be anything weird or unexplained in this little Norman Rockwell town." <laughs> And Clark speeds away and gets her her favorite library book. And the name of the author of Tales of the Weird and Unexplained is uh, Aliyah Naaman, uh, which is actually uh, the show's uh, prop master, by the way. <laughs> the oh. prop master is like, I'll put my name on this book. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, Chloe gives him a kiss so they can get it out of the way and just be friends. So Chloe and Clark kiss this season. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so you don't, you want to know a funny thing about this? What? This scene takes place when Chloe and Clark were in eighth grade. The year before the show started. Within a year, they turned into Allison Mack and Tom Welling. <laughs> <laughs> they should have made it like they met in like fifth grade. But, I, you know, I think this is a callback to I think Chloe or Clark told maybe Ryan about how they met and mentioned uh-huh. this whole kiss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we get a bit. We go to we go to Dark Thursday where uh, Dark Thursday. I love this scene. Uh-huh. And yeah, we get little little Chloe grabs little Clark and starts running. And this is so Eternal Sunshine right here. Just like this memory's dying. Gotta run. Gotta save my memory of you. Gotta bring you to a different memory. And then all of a mm. sudden they're adults. And uh, and then he just gets pulled out. Into the ele- into the elevator and out into like space. Basically, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then this dark figure just walks out, and it's Davis, and he's looking dapper. By the way, he's wearing all black. Yeah, and he's got a pleasant look on his face, yep. and he's reaching out. This for is her who hand. I need to find. So she leaves the hospital mm-hmm. to go to find to go find Davis, and oh, he's become her entire world. Yeah, and he says, "I'll be there for you." These five words, I swear to you. When you breathe, I want to be the air for you. Uh, <laughs> and so he brings her to the talent. Well, I love Clark goes to the talent. Jimmy's there. And Jimmy's like, why did you leave her alone? And Clark's like, why did you leave her alone? <laughs> and Davis. That was, uh, that's when GB says, the hospital lost her. Yeah. Do you remember when the hospital lost Clark? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yes. When Martha was. Martha was like, they lost – the hospital lost Clark. Lost our dead son. <laughs> uh, Davis brings Chloe back and she starts to panic. That's when Davis gives her a little needle in the neck and mm-hmm. Clark's like, oh, Jimmy, go uh, go, uh, go, get things packed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take her back to the hospital myself. And as soon as everybody leaves the room, pew, off to the fortress. And Clark yells at Jor-El as he usually does. He's yelling in the fortress. Chloe deserves a life free from the burden of my secret. And he leans over to her and says, the truth is you saved me more than I could ever save you. I'm sorry, but to protect you, I have to let you go. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I love this. her forehead. Platonic relationship. And then this bright light goes on. And then we look down and we see drip, 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 little black substance coming out of Chloe. Which goes right into the fortress and who knows what's going to happen there. Hmm. So why does Jorel not know this? Uh, he says there's a threat. Brainiac's a threat. He's an unpredictable threat. So uh, he knows something could happen. I don't know if he doesn't quite register it yet. I don't know. I don't really quite understand. See, because, I mean, 
Yeah, I'm thinking that Jorel should be this um, safety thing. Yeah. Safety. I'm detecting dripping on he me. Know. <laughs> the, uh, is yeah. the fortress Jorel, or is it just a computer inside the fortress? Yeah. See, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I imagine the whole entire fortress being Jorel, <laughs> come, and it's not Jorel. Come visit like, Daddy. Inside, come is. inside, Daddy, to visit Daddy. Come inside me. I, oh, John, that did not come out right. <laughs> the fortress. Come inside the fortress. The fortress is me. It's like a kangaroo pouch, but icy. Wow. Sadie was not liking that joke. We got to move It on. is this, the time of day. <laughs> it's, it's the barking hour. <laughs> so, yeah, Chloe's back to normal, except she doesn't know Clark's secret. And I just... Yeah. Want, so she, she, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, there must be so many gaps in her memory. Yeah, how is she rationalizing? So many how different she, things. How is she making sense of this? Yeah. Why am I not working at the Daily Planet? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. And uh, yeah. But this is she's you know she needs to go to Metropolis. This is where Clark says that he'll go for, and she said, "Oh, but the, you know it's two hours," mm-hmm. and so it's it's showing Clark that she doesn't know about his abilities and she's she says you know clark's gotta set up the chairs and she doesn't think that clark can handle it all so chloe walks out uh by the way she walks to get on her scooter what What? where's the yaris yeah i know how can she drive a scooter you drive a scooter an hour from smallville to metropolis or two or three (laughs) (laughs) who knows and there is Davis. I can't bear to watch you marry the wrong man. Who did you oh. go to help? Who did you go to for help? Me. We're connected. And then he lays one on her. And she doesn't exactly she, resist yeah. for very long. Nope. Yeah. And he says, I'm not ready to let you go. So uh, are you shipping? Uh... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Oh, it's so hard because Sam Witwer is so very attractive, and Aaron Ashmore he, is kind of like a normal dude. <laughs> yes, but I mean, I love Jimmy, yeah. and I love Chloe and Jimmy together. So much better this but, season, by the way. So much better. Jimmy's not yeah. not like being an idiot like he was last season. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's just like Sam Witwer showed up just to <laughs> cause problems yep. between Chloe and and Jimmy. So Clark goes back to the fortress to talk to Jarrell and talks about the symbol of doom. And Jarrell says this is about a virtually unstoppable Kryptonian creature. It's the ultimate destroyer. It's on Earth. It it, it adapts and evolves. Yep. And uh, Clark's like, no problem. <laughs> and Jarrell's, you know, basically supports him. And Clark exits, and then he says, "Thank you, Father." Father. Wow. Oh. Yeah, like my heart leapt out of my chest. Like I don't know why. Well, it's it's. <laughs> but, I awesome. mean, that was huge. Yeah, it was huge. And then, so much like any good genre show, right when we get that connection, we hear uh, the great Terrence Stamp just go, "My son, my son." And then James Marster's voice, "Your son is destined to fail. The House of L will fa- will fall. Doomsday is coming." Yeah, so I took that as Brainiac overtook Jurassic. Yep, is the infection. Um, oh boy, my little Smallville wiki recap says something that I didn't notice. Uh, Brainiac then mm. appears from hiding in his natural liquid form and climbs onto the console and begins to infect the fortress. I did not see that. 
No, that's not what happened. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's another weird thing here, by the way. Um, in the, uh, I'm not sure if this showed up on the DVD or Hulu, but um, I was, you know, I'm, I'm listening to the old um, shoe episodes about Smallville at the time, and Derek had the closed captioning on during this, and he and it said, "The house of all L will fall, doomsday will, is coming," and the closed captioning says after that, "Kal L will die." Mm. But I guess they cut that out. But yep. that closed captioning didn't get edited. Wow. Yeah. What do you, you know how when Brainiac infected the female scientist? Yes. Last the one last that season, Lana kept in the how, basement. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Her. Yeah. Okay. The black goo started dripping and running, and then it turned into a like a ball that had little spines on yeah. it. And that's when. Uh, we could hear James Marster saying that um, Doomsday was coming. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see. It. I was probably taking notes. That probably said that the House of L was going to fall. Yeah. Shall we go to Bride? His voice. Yes. The mid-season finale. Found. Found footage gimmick. Chloe Field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it, puppy? What is it? Because what is it? Timmy and the whale. Is Timmy and the whale. <laughs> So this is the one where Jimmy and Chloe's wedding gets ruined. Um, and Wedding at Kent Farm. Wedding at Kent Farm. Isn't that a stinky wedding? Come on. Clark keeps a clean barn. Yeah, but somebody at one point mentioned that it stunk. Oh, well. Just one time. Um, and the Cloverfield homage begins because we get just kind of, uh, you know, glitchy things. But, you know, I don't know how well you remember Cloverfield. Um but it began like the whole thing is starts up. The video is of uh, somebody, you know, saying goodbye to this guy, Mike and, you know, whatever. And they start talking about the girl that he was with or whatever. And it's just, you know, it's again, like in, in this episode, it's, you know, people wishing Jimmy and Chloe well and stuff. I love Lois is like marriage is the only, like, like the general says, marriage is the only war where you can sleep with the enemy. <laughs> And she's like, can you edit that out? Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I was. So- and Clark looks at her disapprovingly. <laughs> yeah, that's dirty talk, Lois. Um, and I was surprised. Like, we. I forgot this whole teaser. Like, they flash almost to the end of the episode where they show the wedding. The wedding happens. Kiss the bride. Um, there are people standing around. We don't know who are these people. Um, and then there's cake cutting and then suddenly there's like the camera starts shaking. Everything goes dark. They're screaming. They're smashing. Something's uh, Chloe is looking over Jimmy's body, begging him to yeah, come Jimmy's back. Hurt. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. something, uh, approaches Chloe and she starts screaming and then it was eight hours earlier. So yeah. General, General Brigadier Lois, as Chloe calls her later, uh, <laughs> is in charge of course. And uh, and we got this. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be an Olsen family member that's uh, playing the uh, um, the cameraman. He's our TJ Miller for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and he's got to be. It, he's got, he at least has to be like a a good friend of Jimmy's because he does the ring that bell to Lois. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Jimmy says to <laughs> starts talking to Lois about uh, you know her hooking up with Clark. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Because this it was uh, in 
Oh, which one was it? Identity started in identity yeah. when when Jimmy is you know saying that I guess he's starting to notice that, that they would make a good couple. Yeah. Sadie, hey, hey, podcast puppy, hush. <laughs> and so yeah, so he blatantly said, you know, you should be you should be dates. I have the quotes here. Okay, Lois and Clark would be great together. I feel it in my gut. Well, take some X lax and get over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lois. Um, so Jimmy worries about ca- causing a disaster by seeing Chloe and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we get a little, uh, um, oh my, uh, when Jimmy goes into the apartment, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh my, um, so, uh, and then she has, she gets a voicemail from Davis, but then covers it up saying, um, oh, that was Brigadier General Lois and who's saying mm-hmm. three hours to D-Day Which I love That little <laughs> subtle thing in there um, Meanwhile Oliver is Oh Doomsday Doomsday yeah Oliver is on the mission still He's trying to He's got a beat on Lex he's got, He has to get this router Steal this router And uh, you know Why don't you come help me Clark Chloe will understand And Clark's like uh, No actually she won't <laughs> Here's <Yeah>. why <laughs> So I'm, any other day, but not today. So I'm sure Oliver's like, man, I had my watchtower, and now I now she doesn't know any. Okay, um, unless I, I'm not sure. Maybe she still knows about Green Arrow somehow. I I, I don't know how her brain would re- rationalize that, but I don't I don't mm-hmm. think we need to worry about it too much. Um, so Clark gets the router, but uh, notices Oliver's making it personal, and he says, "I'm going to give you this router after the wedding." And then some skeezy dude comes out of the cabin. He's like, "Don't worry, Wi-Fi." <laughs> Which <laughs> okay. the guys on shoe were like, uh, "I'm pretty sure this must have been cyborg," but they couldn't get they couldn't get him, you know, because it, it would make more sense if it's just not some random guy, <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, cyborg could just yeah. like download information from a router through Wi-Fi or whatever. Um, so Chloe, meanwhile, is telling Lois about Davis and that, all that stuff. And then they start getting into, uh, um, the something borrowed and then she finds some kryptonite and, uh, Clark's like, uh, <clears throat> don't, you can, uh, no, it's definitely not a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah. So now we get into the problems caused by Chloe not knowing. Yeah. Also, uh, Clark misremembers, misremembers thing, something here. Um, he pulls a boutonniere out of out of a yearbook, and he's like, "You remember I gave this to you? Uh, you gave this to me for uh, homecoming." I'm like, "No, you guys didn't yeah. go to homecoming. It was the the, the spring formal. <gasps> oh. Homecoming was in the pilot. Clark was oh. like uh, stopping um, Jeremy Jeremy Creek outside and stacking up trucks when he was mad at Whitney. Anyway." Uh, meanwhile, in Cuba, Green Arrow is here to murder Lex, and he just sees the silhouette of him, and it's just like, that's Lex, definitely. Uh-huh. I'm going to murder shot him, and he does a headshot, <laughs> but uh, somebody's left him a it little It was nervous. a mannequin. Says, sorry, I missed you. And then, from the shadows comes somebody we haven't seen in a long time, Lana Lang. Who unmasks Green Arrow with a boot to the head? That's a pretty shoddy disguise. If some girl's going to give him a roundhouse and then those sunglasses goes flying off, <laughs> yeah. So 
Is Lana with Lex? What? No. Why would you think that? Because why would... Okay, because Lana said that she was on Lex's tail, too. Right. But then later on, when she's at the wedding, she gets the text from somebody that says, Did the the archer believe you? Yep. Because way back, season before last, when Lex... Lex and Lana were divorced, were separated, divorced, whatever. Uh, Seems like an eon ago, but it was only a few weeks ago. It does. (laughs) I know. He kissed her, and then Lex mentioned to Clark later that, you know, that there was still something there, that there was still passion or something. It just gave us. suspecting that Lex and Lana are still involved. This is a setup. Interesting. I, I, I honestly don't remember. I honestly don't remember. But I think there's okay. something more important you wanted to talk about here. Yes. <laughs> did you get a reply from Miss Kristen Crook? Uh, no, I did not. But I went oh. to the next best source, and that would be Derek Russell, <laughs> the host of Shoe. <laughs> who? Uh, I just realized when people have wigs on, does he is he wig blonde like you are? No, he says he's fairly certain that when Lana, when Kristen was. You know, finish things out in season seven that she went a- went ahead and cut her hair short. And I remember that, too. That's why I was like, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is. So he's saying hair. he thinks that's. Yeah, he thinks it. I think it. Uh, I haven't got a reply from Kristen, who uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's an insult to be like, hey, was that your real hair? You know, because, <laughs> you know, she could take it like, what the hell? Like my hair looked like a wig. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I'll let you know if she replies, and I'll I'll, I'll let you folks uh, on the podcast know because I- I'll obviously be thrilled to get a, a tweet from Kristen Crook. But uh, uh, yeah, about anything. About anything. But please stop tweeting me. That would be a funny tweet to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I think it's a wig because it just looks too big. I don't big. know. Uh, anyway. So, but you know, she had the same hair for seven years. I'm sure she wanted to change. Yeah, she's like, you put pink on me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna have problems. (laughs) So uh, Oliver tells her, like, hey, you know, why don't you come to this the wedding? You know, you're Chloe's friend. You should go see. You should go to the wedding, and uh, you know, it's your best friend. So uh, that's uh, Chekhov's Lana set up. Lois and Clark, meanwhile, are dressed to the nines, and they're like just—they're just stunned by their mutual beauty. They're like, "Wow, we are attractive <laughs> looking people." Yes, we are an, a gorgeous couple. Gosh, we are. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you got the sexual innuendo here with the cufflinks. Oh, the cufflinks! Yes, you can stick it out straight, and it slides right in. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Lois, those are my dad's cufflinks. I don't think you should be talking like that about them. <laughs> well, Jonathan is pretty hot. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Lois kind of looks away and Clark starts reading Jimmy's vows. And Lois is oh, completely so melts and starts turning around. She's ready to just open her arms. And Clark realizes what's going on. Yep. He realizes that she was mistaken, that she thought that he was saying that to her. But then the camera guy shows up, and you're like, "Oh, this is here. We are at the beginning of the episode." Uh, meanwhile, uh, Davis is cleaning out his ambulance. He's got garbage bags full of—I have no idea—just Hum- human remains, just smashed. Remains, yeah. yeah, just it, those bags mm-hmm. are gushy. And um, 
Davis is very emotional. You know, he's he's sad. I just murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> um, and this poor security guy just is like, hey, uh, what's going on? Uh, holy crap. <laughs> and then Davis is like, "You don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And then his eyes go red and his bones start poking out of his hands. And uh, we just see large shadows and blood splatter. Mm-hmm. I like how they did mm-hmm. this. How they keep it very ambiguous. It's hard to see what's going on. Which is good because, honestly, uh, you know, this was a family show to begin with. (laughs) I don't know if there's still kids that are tuning in. Oh, I know. know. There's like blood and murder. uh, um, Yeah, how gory it is. It's a horror movie. Uh, Clark gets a 30-second dance with Chloe where uh, she mentions that she's been carrying around, felt like she's been carrying around all this weight and she's been able to finally let it go. And Clark's like, made the right decision. <laughs> and Jimmy immediately cuts it. Like, hey, 30 seconds is enough, Clark. Um, Clark, you're too good looking. Get away from my yeah. wife. And then Clark's like, good looking, good looking. I know there's somebody else who's really good looking here. <laughs> Lois. And I love it. Lois is just like getting out of here, getting out of here and dancing. <laughs> damn it. And just, were you feeling the chemistry stuff? Woo, yes. The barn she was on put fire. Her hand on his chest. Mm-hmm. Lips getting closer and closer. They weren't saying anything to each other. Oh, hi, Lana. Oh, Lana's back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so Lois hits the bottle. Allie's there to offer a friendly, friendly shoulder. And she, yeah, she's like, of course you're showing yeah. up. I've got to put up with you, my ex. But, you know, it's he's... It's awful time. Allie's awesome, you know. He offers to... Yeah. Offers to be talk, just talk to me, you know. Talk to me, and you talk to me very cryptically, and I know exactly what you're yep. saying. <laughs> you're talking about Clark. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cl- Lana's gets that text message you were talking about, and I, I love mm-hmm. how Clark's like, Chloe's glad you came. I could have used some warning. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of cold to be like, you you videotaped? You did the videotape thing to me? Like you did that to Whitney. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Uh and she says uh leaving was a hard decision and she's glad she got the guts to do it because of what he's become and she's been hearing about him. Uh, but when Clark mentions about Chloe's memory wipe, she's like, uh uh no. <laughs> you don't do that. Uh so uh, that that w- that's a bit wrong. Uh oh! Is Chloe gonna find out that she has been brainwiped and get mad at Clark? I'm under your spell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and yeah, they get to talk it, and then just Lana's just like shoving the uh, dagger, and maybe Clark Kent and Lana Lang weren't meant to end up together. <sighs> they weren't. So the cake cutting happens. Uh, the the punch bowl starts doing the scene from Jurassic Park, and then uh, smash! Uh, we this big hulking monster bursts in. Might as well call him by his name. Doomsday. Doomsday. Doomsday is here. And the guy with the bony eyelids. Welcome back, Lana. Oh. <laughs> Almost immediately knocked down. <laughs> I thought she, I thought she got a knockout, but she wasn't knocked out. I was like laughing about that. Um, uh, and uh, Clark's like, "All right, here we go." <laughs> and he throws a punch, and Doomsday catches his fist and just throws him into his loft. And of course, the 
Chekhov's kryptonite rolls out. Damn it. Jimmy, Jimmy. Get- and so Clark can't, Clark can't do anything. He's, he's out of commission with the kryptonite yep. for so long. Jimmy gets uh, choked and then gets slashed across the chest. Yeah. Cause that's the thing with Doomsday's spikes coming out. If ever, if he just whacks somebody, he's, yeah. you know, severely damaged them, yeah. injured them. They're really pointy bones sticking out of them, like almost like yeah. Wolverine claws. Mm-hmm. And then Chloe is like, stay with me, Jimmy. Don't die on me, Jimmy. And then Doomsday approaches her and says, Chloe. <laughs> it's like Beauty and the Beast yeah. or something. Oh, totally. Like, like, like King Kong. Somebody take this beautiful girl and hide her away from the rest of the world. All right. So maybe not break into Cindy Lauper. Whatever I think about like Beauty and the Beast and King Kong and stuff like that, I think about the video. Girls just want to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Because they show that clip of the monster taking the beautiful girl away. I'm sorry, 80s kid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So uh, where do we send this entire reception full of injured people? Why? Two, three, four hours away to Metropolis. Metropolis Jen is <laughs> full of people <laughs> who are hurt because you know what? The, the Smallville Medical Center uh, set got repainted. So it's not a set nope. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Lana's got her old room back. Uh, well, it's a new room, actually. It's <laughs> Metropolis. <laughs> Lo- Lois, of course, jealously walks off, and Lana tells Clark, You don't need to stay. And uh, he goes to Lois. And we find out that Jimmy is hurt pretty bad. And Metropolis Jen isn't going to... Poor Jimmy. Two hours at least in an ambulance. Or one hour, maybe. In an ambulance <laughs> to, to Metropolis only to be e- immediately evacuated to Star City. Which is where Oliver comes from. <laughs> and apparently is where one of the country's top surgeons uh, works. So Lois is going with him. Um, A.K.A. Because they're family now. You yeah. know, that's her family. Yeah. And Lois says... Why do these terrible things keep happening all around us? Mm. Which is just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like her cousin's gone again, and the ru- wedding is ruined. This monster—it was horrifying. And they hug, and and Clark says, "I'm going to get Chloe back." And sh- she says, "What if we can't?" Uh, which uh, goes into Doomsday arriving at the Fortress of Solitude with unconscious Chloe in his arms. He lays her. Down on the, the ice And her eyes immediately t- Open and turn silver And she smiles As uh, Brainiac takes control And then <laughs> You thought holy crap credits No <laughs> We're in a darkened room And we see the back of a bald guy With tubes attached to him And he's watching the wedding video Lex Luthor <sighs> Number one, that doesn't look like Lex's <laughs> neck is too long. Number two, I just I, I, stop teasing me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael. Ro- I just don't feel like Michael Rosenbaum's coming back. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know what to say. I just, I'm just worried that this will not work out. This is for the story that it won't work. <sighs> well, you know, I think around this time. I mean, I personally, I feel bad because, you know, I've read. There goes Davis with another couple of uh, bags of uh, body parts. (laughs) Um, 
I remember right around this time watching it, I was I was pretty much done with like Lana, you know, and I I I should um try pulling up some like interviews with her. Um because uh, you know, Kristen didn't exactly have the greatest time these last seasons because, you know, it's funny. It was like the reverse effect. You know, Erica got some crap for being there too early. And now Kristen was like getting crap for being there too long. So, you know, hmm. Lana's gone and now she's back right when this, the Clark and Lois stuff, he's, you're like, I mean, committed uh, identity. And now this episode just is teasing like, Oh, Clark and Lois, like this makes so much sense. You really want them to get together. You want them at least not to have, Lana between them and Lana comes back. Yeah, but that's what good writers do. You know, they throw something in there that keeps keeps them apart because when they get together, it's going to be moonlighting. It's going to be boring. Right. You know, you got to I don't believe that. Keep... I believe you can write so people are together and people make it can interesting. Be happy. <laughs> people can be Coach and Tammy uh, Taylor. Yeah. Be happy together. Look at the Taylors. And interesting. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I can't believe it. I have a needle drop for season eight. Uh, Vast, uh, who <laughs> does contribute uh, songs to... I know they at least contributed a song to Angel. Um, they, the only time I've ever heard their music is in a TV show. So uh, this, their <laughs> song, Don't Take Your Love Away From Me, is now on my playlist. So That was a good song. Yeah. It was very fitting for that, yeah. that ending. All right. Well, my voice is almost shot, so let's start talking about episode of the week. What do you think? Abyss. I don't. I mean, Brad was very so good. good. I mean, there's so many funny. I mean, all of these were good. Mm-hmm. So many funny parts. So many sad, tragic parts. You know, so much. So many interesting things. But I think Abyss was very good. It was. It made me very sad. And Allison Mack's performance was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I really love them all. I would have to say this is probably my favorite. Uh, but uh, I remember how the image of Chloe smiling with the silver eyes at the end of Bride stuck with me for mm-hmm. months. Um, I think they came back. They waited like two more months until they came back. Um, and you're just like, what's going to happen? Is Clark going to save Chloe? Is Chloe like the new bad guy now? What's going to happen? You know, is this, is Chloe going dark willow? (laughs) (laughs) Make all those comparisons. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll say Abyss overall. Abyss is probably my favorite one. I, 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 I thought it would be bride, but Abyss really got to me anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, next week. Not two months from now. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're on to the next half of the season, uh, starting with Legion. No, not that Legion. <laughs> uh, Legion. Legion. Okay. Like Legion of Doom? Um, no. Okay. Legion. Maybe. Okay. I don't, I don't want to give away anything. Uh, bulletproof. Uh-huh. Power. Power? Power. <laughs> Power. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and Requiem. So Legion. Bulletproof. Power. Bulletproof. Power. Requiem. Yep. Okay. So that's about it, right? Teases. <laughs> now. Please. <laughs> All right. Here are your teases. First one. Clark meets some futuristic superheroes. Hmm. Are you remembering anything? Some people from people from the future come to present day. Hmm. 
Yeah, present day 2009, I think, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Next he's Chloe and Davis have some bonding time. Oh. Uh, the next couple are not really teases, more like factoids for you. Uh, it's going to be weird, but for the next four episodes, which means our next week of episodes, we will not be talking about Lois or Jimmy. They were not, they're not in either episode. Not in any of those episodes, uh, which is huh. why they were sent to Star City. Um, oh. The actors were, of course, only contracted for 12 episodes uh, this season. Uh, I think Erica was contracted for 13. I could be wrong. Um, so, you know, they're going to be back. Um, they haven't done 12 yet. Um, but, you know, you probably want them in more towards the end of the season than just gone for <laughs> half a season. Oh, so they get a vacation. They get to go uh, make a movie. They went off and made a few movies, uh, all Canadian. Uh, Erica starred in such hits as The Building, Final Verdict, and Beyond Sherwood Forest. Mm. And Aaron starred in movies, uh, the movies The Thaw. And Fear Island. <laughs> wow. Canadian movies. That sounds like a sci-fi. <laughs> uh, the other factoid is uh, next week we're finally going to see Allison Mack's directorial debut. Wow. So we'll be able to see that. I'll just spoil it. It's, it's power. Um, <laughs> so enjoy that. Um, next is Clark goes undercover as a cop. Hmm. Everybody likes a man in uniform. Um, Lana and Tess have a discussion about their mutual acquaintance. So Lana's sticking around. Mm -hmm. (sighs) We also finally learn what Lana has been up to since uh, she filmed that video. Hmm. Um, Really? Or her cover story? uh, um, I I believe we as the viewer, at least, (laughs) we find out. I can't remember if everybody finds out. Clark finds out. Okay. Um, second to last, he's Clark faces a mad bomber who might be someone he knows. And my last Mm. he's for you is heartbreak, tears, so many tears. Oh no. (laughs) All right. So, uh, we'll see you next week. I'm afraid Aaron Ashmore, (laughs) is Aaron Ashmore leaving the show? Is he die? So many tears. All right. So we'll see you next week. (laughs) I told you Aaron Ashmore wasn't going to be in the next episode, so. Oh. Uh, All right, so uh, bye, everybody. We're only supposed to record for an hour. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed, folks. Bye.